Tell the people what you're here for. Welcome to the Russ and Kayla Nice Experience. This is your man, Russ. And this is your girl, Kayla Nice. And together, we are the Russ and Kayla Nice Experience with our EP, Malik. So full transparency, we're taping this. So when, don't look for any current events we don't know. Hopefully the <laughs> world is still intact. Yep. Hopefully it's still intact when we come back for the break. Yep. And Kay, you were doing what? Because you should be in the middle of what right now? Right now, I should be in the middle of writing, researching, and working from home. So I'm still working from home. They don't let me off, but I am taking a break from this. So more relaxation. Maybe go out in my yard. Gotcha. And Russ, what are you in the middle of? I'm in the middle of continuing up, getting my immune system up and intact by running and running in my place. Okay. I'm still doing he, he, I'm not going to even take the bait. That is right. the bait. I'm relaxing right now. Hopefully there's a... A country to come back to. <laughs> there is no I'm there. not thinking a bait about Russ running in his house. I'm not. I'm not. I, I got to keep my immune system up because of this coronavirus. Those people who have a great immune systems can fight it. So I'm part of that fight. Well, that's good. I'm glad that that's what you're concentrating your break on. And if you haven't listened to different ways to build your immune system, like the episode of Why Vegan, maybe you want to go back and listen to that too. You know, just take a little run through season one while we take a little break. Yeah, Russ getting his summer body ready. That's right. My <laughs> summer body. That's right. Trying to get my six pack abs. Right now is a keg. Trying to get six packs. <laughs> Well, that reminds me of the interview with Tammy Gonzalez and CrossFit 718. You know, I've been working out a little bit too, Russ, making sure that I do my walks and stuff and do my exercises. I was doing a squat challenge, but I don't want to act, act like I, um, you know, had some work done. So we want to make sure that we keep everybody part together. Which wait, 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 wait. Can't got work done? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get work done. He's coming back for work. <laughs> <laughs> Come back with a whole new body. No. That's, I now I know why we had to take the break. Okay, it makes sense now. <laughs> I, did a back I think you can do it naturally, but that reminds me of one of the questions that I think was asked during our two questions. Right, Russ? That's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. Keep it. Yep. Just having your own, yeah, yep, seeing who you would date or what have you. But, yeah, it's, it's a good listen to. So that is the bonus content today. The two questions. We're going to follow up on those 20 questions. So Russ been asking for this forever, so we're going to give it to you guys, the people. That's right. right. He said that we had to do this. Right, Russ? Yes. And I appreciate that, Malik. And, again, I apologize in advance about annual for the Black AF Tour. My apologies on that. <laughs> That was last week. That was last week. I understand. <laughs> Y'all remember we taped it. That was last I, week, right? I know, I know, I know. But it still <laughs> resonates with me. It still resonates with me, that, that episode. Yes. Winning that to be aired, that was one of his bonus behind-the-scenes moments. Yep. <laughs> so, look, people, you, go, you guys out there, y'all sit back and relax and listen to this bonus content.
Welcome back to the Russian Kalanese experience. So we're about to dive into these two questions, which is a shortened version of our 20 questions, and do a round robin type of thing where someone's going to ask a question and then we're all going to answer it briefly so we don't have you here all day. So I'm going to pick out of my little box, Russ. Russ, you go first. All right. So look, real quick, before you go, Russ, you got to ask the questions. It goes around. You still have to answer that same question. So I'll, you... ask, I'll answer it last. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Here's a question I have for you, lovely people. Now, if you were, if you were about to be stranded on Corona Free Island, and you can only take one cast member of the Russ and Kalenese experience with you, which one, which, which person would that be and why? Would you like me to repeat that? Are you guys going okay with that question? I'm fine. Okay, Malik, like you had some, oh, let's, ha let's have Kay, Kay, who's going to answer first? Kay first? Yeah, yeah, let's have Kay answer first. <laughs> yeah, ladies first. Um, if, so it's me and then one other person. Yes, you had to choose one other person. Okay. Who would you take so, and if okay so i would choose you russ i would choose you because of the way that you take care of your mom um <laughs> i would choose you and you just you're a good caretaker so i know that you know if you got to go out there and fish if you got to go and do whatever on this island because i don't know what kind of amenities we're going to have that i know that you would do those things and besides malik is married and if i take him away from his wife she's going to come to the island and she's going to kill us both so it's me and you russ <laughs> russ made this too easy russ made this too easy so Obviously, I would take you, Russ, all right, for everything that Kay said. But also, I've known you longer, all right? And the other thing is, my wife is from Red Hook, <laughs> Brooklyn. I don't know if you know. <laughs> I'm from Red Hook. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, I would take you, Russ. That was an easy one. That was a no-brainer. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just threw it out there. All right, so this is me. So I would, I would take Kay. And the reason why I would take K is because I know K. You gonna take K because I'm married? No, <laughs> uh, Malik, I don't get down like that. First of all, but second of all, you gonna take me, Russ? No, I, no, I wouldn't take your ass. No, because you married. No, I, I can I can rarely deal with you during this damn show. Imagine being on a damn island with you. Hell no. But I will be eating here, Russ. <laughs> Yeah, go get those coconuts. Nah, nah. <laughs> you made that boat? <laughs> go nah. get that <laughs> Nah, nah, on the island. But I would definitely take K. reason why I would take K because Tay will give, uh, K will give you those motivational minutes. I mean, if we're going to be on there, she give us the nice motivational minutes and everything I'm like motivated. this. So, nah, you know what it is? Take K because she got 50 jobs. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah, that's true. Yes. K, K be able to take care of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. She's a multitask. <laughs> no doubt about it. the house this week. Russ be like, why, why did I take K? Like, <laughs> I should have took Malik. At least he would have no. sat on the sand and no, watched the sun. alpha female, so you better be careful what you ask. <laughs> yeah, alpha. 
Nah, I would if I would have took Malik, I probably would have drowned on Corona Free Ireland. So nah. <laughs> I made the right choice. K is my choice. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Russ. I appreciate that. Y'all would have used me. So my question is, what are you most insecure about? Yeah, I'll go. So I feel like this. As I get older, you change your insecurities. (laughs) I think when I was younger, I had different insecurities. I know one of the insecurities I had when I was younger is I wanted to be taller. So I'm like 5'9", but I wanted to be like six feet or better. Mm. Mm. You, Russ, I wanted to be... (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to be you. He wanted to be you. He wanted to be Russ. That that explains it all. When you get older, you don't really care about that anymore. Like, I got a good life. Now, honestly, you know what I worry about now? If I'm losing my hair. I'm like, yo, am I losing my hair? (laughs) (laughs) That's a 49-year-old insecurity. (laughs) But here's the deal, right? I'm not doing anything to prevent it. Like, my wife be like, oh, you should do this. She's like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) You're not going to get no real game? Not at all. I could never see that. I'm, like, so confident. Like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right? But that's the insecurity. Am I losing my natural hair? Your natural hair, and you got to have a toupee. I would never in my life do that. <laughs> You're not going to rock a toupee, Malik? And look, here's the other thing, too. This is true, like, full transparency, right? So my pops, right, he bald. He got the whole baldy now, right? And I'm like, yo, I really was holding out hope because my grandfather had a full head of hair when he was, like, 80. And I was like, yo, maybe I'll get that. But now my pops lost some insects. So I'm like, yo, is that my fate? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh no. Well, you know, you rocking a body because you have to, not by choice. Exactly. So hey. that is the the 49 year old insecurity. Mm. It's nothing bad. It's nothing wrong with rocking a body. I mean, I I do it. I wear it well, as you can see. So yeah, gotta have the head for it though. You gotta have the head for it. See, I don't you know did. if I got the head for it. I don't know. You're a little pointy at the top, Malik. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I can't say anything because I can't go bald at all. Like somebody has to make me a wig because my head is jacked up. So it just is what it is. But go ahead, Russ. What's your insecurity? Uh, let's see, man. Um, insecurity. I think for me, um, I think being more financially illiterate, like maybe like learning more about being more financial responsible, especially. Oh, you literate. Yeah, you literate. Yes, uh huh. Don't yeah. want to be illiterate. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to be illiterate. I want to be. I want to be literate in the in the reading and in the and in the finances as well. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, That's I said that. one. Yeah. That's so a real literate or, fin- or financially secure. Um, I think both. I mean, because that will lead being you know financially literate will lead to financial security. So both. Yeah. So um, maybe you can rewind that episode that we had speaking of memories with um with Carrie. Yeah, yeah. maybe so. Bye. Bye. 
and kind of take some tips from her and apply them. That's not really for you, Russ. That's for our audience. But listen to that. Well, that sound you too. You should like hook up with Carrie. See what she could she could do for you. Yeah, yeah true. Because she's definitely been a good resource. Okay. You know, she actually spoke at a career a professionalism and workplace symposium that I chair for the alumni association, and her workshop was phenomenal. So this is just something that she does all the time. So, oh, hey, you up? Okay, what you got? I'm up. No, you didn't answer. You got to answer the question, Malik. Yeah. Okay, you got to. I asked you. I answered first. Then it was Russ. Yeah, you got to answer the question, Kay. What you care about? Oh, I got to answer. Yeah. Oh, what I'm insecure about? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I was trying to get that one out. Okay. <laughs> what am I most insecure about? I think at this point in time in my life, I was insecure about my weight. Um, because as a woman, well, just in general, but for some reason, men, as y'all get older, y'all seem to get thinner, you know, and y'all can lose a little bit more weight, or you don't seem to pile on weight as fast. But women, I'll tell you one thing, once you hit a certain age, it's like you eat a chicken wing and it's on your thigh. You eat a donut and it's on the other thigh, on the other hip, you know? And so it's just like, I struggle with that because some of the ideology of society is like, oh, you should be skinny, you should be this, and you know, you need to be snatched, and you need to be whatever, whatever. But I've grown comfortable in that, and um, I'm just like, look, it is what it is as long as I'm healthy. So I think I've gotten over that, per se. So the most, um, my insecure thing is really, am I living in my purpose? Mm. Am I truly living in my purpose? Am I truly fulfilling the mission that is planned out for my life and am I equipped to do that? And I know that I preach to other women that they are enough. And I think one of those things, one of the reasons I do that is because sometimes I don't always feel like I'm enough. That's so me. leave it up to Kay to get deep for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, here's my question, right? And Kay, you kind of touched on it. So I'm glad you said what you said. Right, but I'm gonna take it a little left. So, Russ and Kay. So, it's kind of questioned, you know, differently for both of you. So, for Russ, it's have you ever or would you date a woman who's had um, cosmetic surgery? All right, and Kay, have you or would you have cosmetic surgery? So, um, are we when we talk about cosmetic surgery? Are we talking about like little Kim cosmetic surgery, which is like she's totally like a different person type of deal? Or that's extreme like cosmetic surgery, but that is cosmetic surgery. Okay, that's extreme. So liposuction and okay. nose and all the all you know, the adjustments, everything. Oh no. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What? If you want to, if you want to, you want to have a little remix. Absolutely, that's no problem. I, I'm not here to judge. Yep. Whatever you got now, that's what we'll be working with. What about, like, if she has silicone parts and, like, there starts to be issues or if things don't feel natural? Well, she probably had to go back to the hospital, get those redone, what have you. But I'm still rocking with you. Okay. Well, you, you pay for Dr. Miami. <laughs> He's for Dr. Miami. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. If something has to be redone or what have you, when you're done with that, I'm still rocking with you. Yeah. No, when you get your finances right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but the but the way women are out here. Wait, 
when you get your butt relifted, I'm here. <laughs> but but what I'm saying, but because of the way women are, women are gonna take care of that. They don't need me to take care of that. They're gonna take care of it on their own. But I'm still with you when you take care of those issues. After after they come out of surgery, I'm with you. I'm I'm there by your bedside. Okay, you're you. surgery. Okay, are you paying for surgery? No, I'm not paying. For it. That's that's two different issues. No, no, no. I'm not paying. You're gonna pay for it, but I'm gonna oh. be there for you when you come out. Okay. I'm, with you. I'm rocking with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't taking advantage of me like that. Well, I mean, I know some people's husbands that do pay for it, or significant others, or whatever have you. You know. So I mean, that's not out of the question. Yeah. I mean, that's them. That ain't me. So they okay. they pay for it, but I'm with you. I'm rocking with you. Okay. You rocking with me? Okay. I'm rocking with you. Yep. Get the that's job fine. done. Get get your get your remixes on the body. I'm with you. So I have been blessed. <laughs> wait, 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 what does that mean? Blessed, okay. I have a good job and I was able to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate, please, Kate. Blessed, okay. And if anyone doesn't know what I look like, follow my social media, mapped it out, M-A-P-P-E-D, it's out. So you can see what um, I am talking about. So I have been blessed um, to not really need cosmetic surgery for anything. So um, once I turned 40, I started to fill out a little bit more on the bottom on the top i was always top heavy so i've never had any issues with that as far as enhancements and different things like that so i have been blessed in that way the only thing that i would have considered was maybe a brazilian butt lift and for y'all that don't know what that is that is when they take the excess um fat from your stomach and they put it in your rear side right put it in your butt go ahead russ Okay. <laughs> but now, Kate, that, that sounds great. That sounds dandy. You know, we know you're blessed and everything like that. But the question was, if you, would you go out with somebody who had cosmetic surgery? So let's say- no, the That wasn't my question, Russ. That, was that wasn't a question? Malik? My, that was your question. My question was, have you ever had cosmetic surgery or would you ever get cosmetic surgery? That was my question. Yes. See? You got to get skills. That's that's. <laughs> we got to run that back because I I don't I don't think I don't think that was a question. But hey, okay. I mean that you know cosmetic surgery is more of something that women uh, normally get you know unless men need it medically. But what I had would I be with somebody that got cosmetic surgery? Right, a butt lift for a guy. Let's make it Guys get butt lifts. No. I don't know anyone that has, but oh no, um, they do, Kay. They do. Guys have gotten butt lifts. That's that's a real thing. So you okay. No, I haven't. I said guys, not me, believe. <laughs> he got butt with the new. This is a real question. He said, "Would your new means be considered cosmetic?" <laughs> on the side. Uh no. To answer your question, Malik, no. And to answer your response, Kay, no. <laughs> All right. Yes, you, you said, "Can I get? Can I get a couple of them knees and a butt on the side?" Nah, nah, nah. But <laughs> like that's you was ordering a happy meal. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. As if you are I'm blessed, Kate. I am blessed in that department as well. I'm, so I'm, I'm just kidding. 
Russ. I'm sure you are. Right. So would I date someone that had a butt lift? Uh, one of the reasons why I never got cosmetic surgery is because I didn't want to alter my, my natural state and have potential problems. I know a lot of people, women that have issues with the cosmetic surgery and things busting and things of that nature once they get it done. So I probably wouldn't want to have someone that has cosmetic surgery unless it was deemed medically necessary. And if it was medically necessary and you needed some reparative tissues and different things like that, then, hey, I'm all for it. I'm for the scars and all, the flaws and all, but I'm not for like the extra just because. Yeah. So what about my answer to that question is, I don't think I would. Like, I'm married now, so obviously my wife hasn't had any cosmetic surgery that I know of. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she ain't tell you. <laughs> yeah, she got killed me. Right. right. So, um, now, you know what? Like, let me tell you a story. So back in my early 20s, right, I dated a young lady whose best friend was, like, a model. I'm not going to name her name. Right? She was a popular model. This is before Instagram and all that stuff, right? Power Banks. I'm not naming names. <laughs> we don't need to name names, but go ahead. But, just um, she had a nose job, right? Oh. And I was like, yo, I couldn't believe it. One, I couldn't believe it, right? And I was like, yo, that is unfair to the young girls, the little Haitian girls who are looking up to her. And they're like, yo, I want to be her and I want to be beautiful like her not knowing that she had the nose job and now they have this Haitian nose, right? And they don't think that they're beauty. They don't think that they're beautiful, right? Or that's the image of beauty, right? Mm. So I've always had an issue with that, right? And I remember I was having this debate with my wife, right? It was my wife and my daughter. I would say, oh, how women are going to have cosmetic surgery? And what they made me kind of understand is like a lot of women are having these surgeries for male gaze, for like men to look at them, right? To get the attention of men. And I was like, why? You know, like, I remember back in the days, like you had certain women who had hair, that was their calling card. They had like the long hair. Certain women had body, that was their calling card. I feel like it's cheating now. It's like, yo, you get the hair, you can go and get the body. Like, what's up with that? Now it's like, you can buy the hair, you can buy the body. It's like, yeah like, yeah, like I like authentic stuff. Like, who are you authentically? Mm-hmm. Not to get on a soapbox. Yeah, I don't think that it, there's an issue with women that choose to do that. I think that it is a personal choice of the woman's body. Speaking as a woman, I just prefer to, I, I'm just happy with what I, I've become content, like I said before, with what I have and with who I am. And so I hope that everyone, regardless surgery or not, that they're able to do that and know that they're enough and be okay with what they have been given. Exactly. So, That's it too. Know that they're enough. God yeah. is perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your question, Russ? It's Russ next, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we all have children on the show and, uh, what are your best words of advice you have given your children? That's a good one. Yeah, you know what? I'll start that. I'll start it. Um, you know what I've been telling my kids? Like two things, two mantras I've been putting in their head since they were little. One is um, hard work equals success. 
hard work equals success. So I was fortunate enough, like both of my kids played sports. So my daughter ran track, right? And she was like a hard worker. So that paid off, right? My son played baseball and he used to always preach, yo, hard work equals success. You put the hard work in, you'll see the results of that. You'll see the success of that. So that's one. The second thing is live in your greatness, right? And you can say that to people, right? But, you know, really exercising that and like really, you know, doing that is totally different. So my thing is always like, yo, don't be afraid to live in your greatness. Step into your greatness. So mm-hmm. those are the two mantras. Since they were like little, I've always kind of preached that. And now they're 19, about to turn 20, mm-hmm. and I still say it. Cool. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I tell to my children, um, and I've always told them besides safeties first, is um, their safety in numbers. And it comes from when I went to school, I went to all girls school, and that was one of the things that they told us that their safety in numbers. But when I think about it, their safety in numbers when a village raises a child. There is safety in numbers when we unite and we're able to exemplify cooperative economics and further ourselves economically. There's safety in numbers when you're able to rely on your support network and kind of boost yourself up from there. So I've always, not just my kids, because I have adopted a lot of kids um, of my friend, like my friend's kids, my kids' friends, they all call me mom. And that's one thing that, yeah, I, you know, I'm like the mom. Yeah. Mommy K. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mom K. And so they, uh, that's one thing, safety in numbers. And then the second thing is always believe in yourself. You can do anything if you believe. And most of the things that I've been able to accomplish is because I believed in myself Some others have believed in me, but even when others didn't believe in me, I believed in myself and I was able to do that. And my kids have accomplished a lot in their time, believing in themselves. Mm -hmm. What about you, Russ? What do you tell your two daughters? Uh, We go by this mantra or by this uh, phrase that I coined the phrase ever since they were little. I always told my girls, show class and not your ass. That's a good one. <laughs> yep. And what I mean by that is just being respectful in what you do. Um, I recently had a conversation with my daughter, my oldest daughter, who's 18. You know, she's on Instagram and she's showing like some pictures, kind of like showing, like kind of revealing like, you know, some skin or what have you. And uh, I just had to quote that, you know, send her that quote. You know, people are watching what you do. You got to be respectful of yourself and what you do. So always remember that phrase, show class and not your ass. I thought you were going to say that Chris Rock phrase. <laughs> Keep your daughter off the pole. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought of, I thought about that when I, before I called the phrase. Yep, got to keep him off the pole, but not nah, show class and not your ass. That was a good one. What you got, Kay? That was- so my question, my second question is, because y'all know I'm deep and yeah. extra. So my second question is, what keeps you up at night? Uh, what keeps me up at night? Um, 
guess not knowing, um, like the like sometimes having fear, like especially like what's going on now with this pandemic, um, you know, what's going to be going about. So sometimes fear keeps me up. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think fear, like the fear of not knowing, the fear of the unknown, that's what keeps me up at night. Now, that's what keeps you up at night. Now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But usually I'm a pretty good sleeper, so. Are you? Yes. Yeah. You know what's so interesting about that? Um, what keeps me up at night? Yo, this is like, I'm going to be very transparent with you. I was having this conversation with my wife. I have trouble sleeping. Like, my mind is always racing. So now I have to sleep with like earphones in. So I'm either listening to music or I'm listening to a podcast or something. And that'll distract my mind so I can just go to sleep because I'm always thinking about something. Mm-hmm. And really, like, the thing that really kind of takes me, <laughs> keeps me up at night is parental paranoia. Wondering, you know, now what's happening with your kids? You know, are they going to be all right? What kind of world are we leaving them now? You know, um, all of that. So... It's usually centered around the kids. It's usually centered around work. You know, um, being an entrepreneur, you know, everybody hyped this up. Like, yo, you're an entrepreneur. You run your own business. That sounds great, but that comes with a lot of responsibility, (laughs) you know? Like, yo, is this happening? Vendor stuff. I got vendors in, like, Thailand that we still don't got stuff from. You know, it's like schools. Like, yo, what's happening with this year are they going back to school are we going to start again in september right is that in jeopardy do i need to start thinking about other ways it's no i could be on this for a while yeah i gotta put put them headphones in because i'm like (laughs) i gotta get some sleep yeah yeah you know malik to piggyback on that i i gotta be to that like you like you mentioned about the kids yeah i just thinking about it right now yeah it's the safety of my kids especially for me you know me being here in new york my kids in louisiana you know, my, my daughter's about to start college, you know, when she's going to start college, if she's going to start college, you know, at LSU, we don't know that, you know, my, my youngest daughter who, you know, we, we have some separation issues, you know, because my daughter, you know, it's, it's a tough thing, you know, her being the youngest and she keeps everything in, you know, so it, it's really tough. So it's like really the safetyness of, of my, of my daughters. That's another, that's another thing that keeps me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in there and say that nothing keeps me up at night. Um, you take- <laughs> I, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, hey, Malika, it's all those jobs, like 10 or 12 jobs that she does, she goes straight it's to the Exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. By the time I hit that pillow, I am exhausted. Um, and so I never have an issue sleeping now, but I did have a doctor tell me one time that I had to learn how to sleep when I'm not exhausted, right? Because most of the time I am exhausted. Some of the things that I do, I'm a creative. So the issue with creatives is that I'm a creative, but I'm organizational too, So the issue with creatives is that it's almost like your computer browser. We have a hundred different tabs open, you know, maybe six or seven at one time. 
And so I'm always thinking, I'm always creating, which is one of the reasons why I output so much is what I call it. I call it input output, right? So I output so much. If I feel a lot of energy building, then I'll go do a project or, you know, I may do somebody's hair or I may come up with a whatever or finish a book, writing a book. I just finished the first book in the series. Mm. Thank goodness for small miracles. Um, That's the name of the book? No, no, oh. no, no. <laughs> That's the name of the book. I was like, okay. <laughs> Over the last six weeks, um, I wrote a book. My friend and I, we actually paired up and we wrote a book, the first of a few together. Um, and it happened quickly, yeah. But that's why I output so much. And I would say that the things that concern me most is one, I wanna make sure, I know my mission in life is to touch as many people as I can. I wanna make sure that I'm doing that. And I also wanna make sure that I'm providing for my kids since I am a single mom and that they have that stability and that foundation. And I also wanna make sure that um, I'm trying to live my life the right way and make sure that I'm a positive influence you know, and role model to whoever I come in. You know, Mom K can't just be kicking it all the time. She gotta be able to impart some wisdom, so. Gotcha. She gotta have some substance. Gotta have some substance. Mm -hmm. So is it my turn? Yes, it is, sir. All right, cool. So here's the question. What job would you be terrible at? Or what job had you have you been terrible at? Either or. <laughs> you want to go, Russ? Or you want me to go? Uh, you can go first. Ladies first. Okay. I would be terrible at sales. I hate selling stuff, which I know is hard because I have products and services. But on my strengths and weaknesses list, sales is not what I hate door-to-door -door sales. I won't say I hate, but I dislike door-to-door <laughs> -door salesmen. I dislike going up and trying to sell someone something. Um, that's just something I don't like to do. So I know that I would never be one a person like... Um, Davidson cold calling you. I'm not cold calling you. I'm not doing all that. It's too much. That's good. I like that. What you got, Russ? Uh, job I was at, I was terrible at. It was right out of college. I worked for a company that dealt with toner cartridges. You know, remember those, those big um, printers, the mm -hmm. uh, LinkedIn printers? And I, I ran a business toner cartridge company in which I had to get dressed up in a three-piece suit I had to, I had to go actually service the toner cartridges, do it very, you know, I had to do it very carefully because I had a suit on, take the cartridges back, have them recyclable in our, in our, in our office down, down below a, a business in Manhattan and do that every single day. Mm. And I was terrible at it because <laughs> I didn't know the right way to, to change, to, to move around that cartridge, to get it right, to get it even balanced. And then I had to clean it with a little vacuum and all this nonsense. I was like, what the, I ain't go to school for this. You had to have a three piece suit on to do that. Yes. Yep. That was part of it. I had, I had to look, I had to look the part, even though I was cleaning your car, I was cleaning your, your printer, but I had to look the part. I had to look professional. Wow. Yep. But that's a job I hated. I despised it. I hated that job so much. I had a dream about it, about quitting. <laughs> And I had a major conversation with my brother. I was like, man, I just, I just had this dream about quitting this terrible job. My brother was like, okay, you had a dream about it, so then quit. So that's what I did. I quit the job. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
what job would I be terrible at? You know what? Um, you being? Huh? Executive producing. Dang, that was messed up, Ross. What happened? I, I was hoping Malik didn't hear that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know what? I forgot it was a joke. My bad. There you go. There you go. <laughs> You're funny, Ross. No, you know what? Um, I'm like, I used to work for UPS, right? And then I became like a supervisor at UPS. Um, but I gotta say, yo, like I'm an entrepreneur now, you know, and obviously that comes with a lot of responsibility. But I was terrible at like all my jobs, even though I had like leadership positions in it. I just hate people telling me what to do. <laughs> I hate yeah. Like I'm smarter than them and I know, like, what are you talking about? You know, um, I remember like through college, right? I worked at the New York Times and one of my first jobs at the New York Times was custodian, right? I hated this job. And I used to see dudes who was like 60 and like 60 plus doing this. I'd be like, yo, what are y'all doing? That can never be me. And I get it. Like, yo, you got to do what you got to do. But I was like, yo, I couldn't do this. You know? So, yeah, yeah having that independence, like having a discipline and get up in the morning, you got goals you got to knock out. That works for me. I've always been so motivated. I never needed somebody to tell me, yo, you got to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah, yeah. I probably hey, said all my jobs. Hey, Malik, so when you worked for UPS, did you drive the truck? No, 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 please. You know what? Um, I worked for UPS right when they started, like, Next Day Air. Mm-hmm. Oh. They started, like, 1-800-PICKUP. So we worked in like different locations, like from World Trade Center before it came down and 34th Street and, you know, Rockefeller. So we had little stations and somebody would call up and say, yo, I got a package or air packages to go out. And we used to go pick them up. Mm-hmm. So oh. I like the city. As I got real comfortable with the city um, and I actually became like a supervisor there, but it just wasn't for me. You couldn't have a beard. You, know, you couldn't have a goatee. You had to have your hair shaped, cut a certain way. And it's like, yo, there's just too many rules and regulations for no reason. Oh, yeah. That was kind of like me in corporate America. Yeah. I, was, I, yeah, I worked for the banks and I was like, mm, I can't do this. I need to be free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You got to kind of know what's for you. I think that applies to everybody. You got to know what's for you and where you can like really excel at. Now, right. Everybody got to fit. What's your fit? Right. Yeah. You definitely got to take an inventory of yourself. You know, you definitely got to do that. Take an inventory of yourself. What's your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And turn those weaknesses into strengths. But right. with that, you have or to have an inventory. hire somebody. Or or you hire hire. Somebody to do it. Yeah, I, say like for you, Kay, like if you hate sales, you just hire a salesman. Exactly. Like, hey, no. Yep. And that was whenever I evaluated my business, I had to evaluate what it was that I needed and what it was that um, I was strong at and then who I could pull in, you know, that type of thing. Because you can't do everything right. in a business and the entrepreneurship. You have to have a team. And I think that I'm thankful for this team and I'm thankful for um, our team efforts throughout this season. Oh, you know, my
Welcome back to the Russ and Kayla Nice experience. That was a great way to get to know us a little bit better. Don't y'all think? That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Getting a chance to know each other a little bit more intimately, too, with those two questions. That's I right. feel naked. I feel naked. <laughs> As you should, Malik. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you guys are still going to love me after knowing all that and all that stuff about me. Well, I think that it was really good. We were able to be transparent and vulnerable and really let the people inside of what we think, because I know that there's somebody out there thinking the same thing. Here I go being deep again. Exactly. Kate, a deep thinker. <laughs> yeah, that's what she does. One of many jobs, too. <laughs> and for all those that have daughters, what was your advice, Russ? My advice is simple. Show class and not your ass. <laughs> so so I mean, important i'll just leave it at that i think that goes for everyone mm -hmm. so now that you got your tidbits now that you were able to get to know us a little bit better and i hope that you enjoyed that bonus clip this is the second of two bonus clips russ where can they find you while we're still on our break absolutely well you can find me on instagram you can follow me on instagram at all will transitions with an s uh, if you're on Facebook, friend me on Facebook at Russ Williams. If you would like to get my book, Transition Game Plan, Simple Steps to Achieving Personal Success, go to Amazon.com to get your copy today. So, Kay, where can they find you? Well, since I was not working first week, but I will be going back into easing and working, you can find me at my website, which is multidor.com, M-O-T-I-D-O-R.com. Or you can continue to follow me at Mapped It Out. That's my social media handle, M-A-P-P-E-D, it out. Because I've mapped some things out, and I want you to be able to map them out, too. So, Russ, where can they email us and comment on this show? Yes, please email us at russandkaylanese at gmail.com. We'll love to get your comments, your feedback on the show. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe, to listen to us and look for us on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And make sure that if you have not had a chance to go through all of season one, make sure that you go through season one so that you can be prepared for what's next. Russ, take us out. No doubt. On behalf of Kayla Nice, our EP Malik, and yours truly, Russ, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Russ and Kayla Nice experience. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.